Hello, and welcome back to Binging the Force, our weekly Star Wars watch party. Uh, we join in here and we uh, watch Star Wars TV shows and discuss them and watch them MST3K style. Um, your, your host this week, Michael, and uh, we'll be discussing Ahsoka Part 7, Dreams and Madness. And joining me here this week are Aaron. Hello. Coming to us for the second time. And then Kim. Hi, nerds. <laughs> She's been around a while. <laughs> yeah, so um, last week, I mean, yeah, we, we got all the things. We kind of put all the pieces in place. And uh, now now this week we get to pay, play with the pieces. So, <laughs> um, I didn't prepare any question or anything, uh, Aaron. Sometimes we do do, like if we have shorter episodes, if we're doing like an animated episode or something sure. like that, it's like 20 we'll do like a question or like a star wars question usually when it's not me as the host usually when it's been someone else hosting who who will like come up with a question to ask you know to, to be an interesting star wars related question you know who's your favorite character and that type of stuff uh, we're not going to do that this week um and i think the episode is about 40 minutes so let's go ahead and jump on in into dreams and madness if you guys are ready Okay, got our previously on. So oh my gosh, there's so much to say about how I know. Star Warsy it is. Dude, <laughs> like every minute on this episode was like, oh. Yeah, so much to set up because, like, basically everything, all the elements from the entire season so far do come into play in this episode. I mean, we're in the penultimate episode. Yeah, which is such a great word. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we established Thrawn, and Thrawn's calm, his scary calm. <laughs> Do we know if anyone has gone and deciphered all the uh, the runes and the writing that have been on the temple? Oh, I'm no. sure. I'm sure they have. It is not me, but <laughs> no. I'm not I'm a linguist. But just listening to a podcast where they were saying that I think Shin and Balin have uh, Arabish on their arm on something. Oh, and so they're trying like. I don't know. I did go through and someone translated all of the credits, all the planets mm. and such. So it listed all the different planets. And we I went through and I found them um actually just after the first episode. And I'm like, what the hell is Peridia? We're gonna fairly find out what Peridia right. very much know what Peridia is. So yeah, we did. I mean, yeah, it basically is very Game of Thrones. I mean, that's you know, yeah, much, yeah, know, it was very Game of Thrones. So but I've okay. been in love with the credit scene since the very beginning. Um, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm actually designing my closet door as an art piece, and it's using that kind of the the circles, dots, et cetera, you know. The, I'm the trying to remember now. Has 3PO always been in that opening sequence? No. I don't think he has. I think no, they, they change it all the time. I believe yeah. that's the first appearance of 3PO in that opening sequence. Yeah. So. I almost sharded. So, so, no. so kind of a surprise here. I mean, you know, other people were saying, like, I, th I think someone had asked previously, like, are we going to come back to this storyline? Are we ever going to see? I knew we would when we saw it, when they were previewing it. No, I didn't, I didn't think we would. I didn't think we'd come back here, but here we are kind of, you know, getting the next. Well, we had to, we had to see Hera. I was hoping to see Zeb here though, as kind yeah. of a character, character, what's the word? Um, witness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, this, this guy I want to throw out the air. <laughs> right there. Oh my gosh, he's probably what? on the imperial side. 
Oh, this probably the, the, is. He's yeah, the kind of evil senator guy. Yeah, he's he definitely has someone else backing him, some mysterious motivation for why he doesn't yeah. trust the heroes of the republic. And I want to know why he shook his head no, and she understood. Carson was like, uh. -uh. <laughs> I, I think he was what... trying to. He probably was trying to get someone else to yeah. testify. Oh, okay. Yeah, he probably thought he was going to come in with the surprise witness that would save the day. You know, yeah. and we, we 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 love him. We love Carson. He, she, I I love him so much. I, I I believe he is the hero of the Republic. He he's the tie of, of everything together now at the moment. Oh, he has been. Person. He's been the thread between so many of the TV series now. Yeah. No immediate threat to the Republic. <laughs> like, well, if he shows up, yes. God. <laughs> Apparently, like people... he doesn't know the word defense. <laughs> he only yeah. knows But it's a good illustration of kind of the politics. You know, All thankfully, right. we're not getting an entire movie or 40 minutes, uh, you know, of just the politics of the Senate, but it's still a thing. It's still there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And any chance yeah. to see Mon Mothma again? Yeah. She's so lovely. Like the the actress that they found is. <laughs> yeah, I was like on the edge of my seat all the time. Yeah, and just was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> like <laughs> this whole like, scene is just so like quintessentially classic Star Wars style too. It just choppers all. F you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? We don't matter. So what's 3PO going to come in with? And it is Anthony Daniels. Of course. Is it in the suit? I don't know if he's in the suit. I, I mentioned this when I was but watching it last place? night because I was watching it with Emily. And I was like, I hope it's not him at his age still getting in the suit. Oh, yeah. Right? Dude, that, that thing was rough on him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely his voice, no question. Lovely, lovely man. Yeah. I've met a few times. So <laughs> any of us who have ever been to a Star Wars celebration has met, have met him. Oh, uh, I mean, I've seen him from afar, but I've never been to his celebration. So. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, the very first Star Wars celebration, they had brought him in to basically be the volunteer cheerleader. He 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 was there to like make sure that all the volunteers like were happy and had water. Literally, Anthony Daniels would come around to us, bringing us water and making sure that we were okay. In his gold, in his gold jacket. Yes, that's right. In his gold lame jacket. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's awesome. And yeah. then he hosted a lot of the panels and he would do his C3PO and just yeah. oh my god, it was awesome. Yeah, just a lovely, lovely man. He's he's a mere droid. Though. And so here his 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 big surprise was you know mentioning Leia and that 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 she's the MacGuffin. She's she's the secret uh, lie to get, get Hera out of trouble. Was they like, did that. Wasn't a lie, it wasn't a lie. It was just, you know, they left out when he, right, that, that, she didn't, that she didn't approve <laughs> the mission titled, in It's advance. titled Dreams. So <laughs> she dreamt it, and it just, yeah, it's something like that. <laughs> well, she approved the mission after the mission. After the fact, it's like, oh yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. But I did love the way that the way to shut the guy down was to mention that she is the head of the military forces, that yep. that's her role yeah. now in the New Republic. Yeah. Yeah, is that she's in charge of the defense forces, which is who who better to be put in charge of the defense she forces? She did eventually. Yeah. So so basically Hera's boss, you know, it's like obviously she reports to the Senate, but from a military standpoint, you know, she's basically the Secretary of Defense, uh, you know, so the highest, you know, civilian military person. 
Yeah. So Mothma looks pretty worried when she's asking how big of a threat is Thrawn or, right. you know, how do you think? And she's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hope for the best. Hope for the Rebellions best. Rebellions are built hope on hope. Yeah. Oh my God. And that's it for that story. Mm-hmm. That was just like, that was such a great opening. I was yeah. Like, oh. He said, I was surprised. I did not think they'd actually, that with two episodes left, we'd take the time to come back to that. But I guess if you're going to take the time to come back to that, make it worth it. And like bringing in 3PO like makes it worth it. Yeah. And Star Wheels. Space Wheels. My favorite Doctor Who creature. <laughs> and yet another cameo coming up here. Oh, I love that too. That's awesome. Young Anakin. Like videos. Clone, Clone Wars Anakin. Uh, I guess they needed to, they spent probably so much money on the CGI and, bu- and building the outfit to look exactly like the Clone Wars. Let's get a little bit more, let's get one more scene out of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the, I think this was actually um, filmed though and then just uh, like deep faked, de-ageified. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And she made it sound like these were just recordings of they their were. training. And yeah, yeah. That he had given her. She, she says the number. She 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 quotes there's a 20. number of these that he that he gave to her and she's held on to him. This was the last of them. Yeah. The first time we saw Anakin, um, I was a little taken aback by the uh, the CG. On it, yeah. Je- Jefferson but on the show, as, he, yeah. you know, as uh, what was it, episode five, I think, progressed. Mm-hmm. You know, I got more comfortable with. It. I think it was just the bam. Look, yeah. there's a young anything. Ha. <laughs> um, you know, and this one's nice because you know it's already fuzzy, so they right. didn't have to spend as much time refining it, if you will. Yeah, but I just love getting to see the Anakin we never got to see, that mm-hmm. Anakin be- between episodes two and three yeah. that we never got to see that is the bulk of the Anakin in Clone Wars, the yeah. animated. We got to see Whitey Skywalker, Whitey Skywalker, and then evil, I don't give a, you right, know what. Exactly. Yeah, right, 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 right from Whitey Skywalker to, to you know, to... Uh, to, a, to have no Fs. <laughs> yeah, to evil Skywalker, yeah. So getting to see Hero Anakin, we never really got to see Hero Anakin live action until now. So, okay, so we saw the beginning of their journey, and now we're seeing the end of their journey, but we know what's at the end of their journey. We know, we, we already know it's it was set up at the, as the cliffhanger at the end of last week that what's at the end of their journey is getting attacked. You know, they're ready for them. They're expecting them. They are indeed expecting, mm-hmm. but Ahsoka is not expecting them to be expecting them. <laughs> yeah. I just love, you know, his, his kind of thing. It's like, you know, how do we even know that we're even in the right galaxy? How do we know if we're in the right galaxy? How do we know if it's going to be right, the right planet? How do we know that we're even arriving at the same place that Sabine was taken? Yeah. Hue and C-3PO for droids. They are really big downers, you know, <laughs> <laughs> all the time telling them what they can't do or what the odds are. I don't know. I guess the way the droids get treated, you, you'd kind of have that kind of pessimistic attitude to the world at that point. Well, and if you know the odds and you know they're <laughs> not great. Never tell me the odds. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they arrive and of course, immediately they're getting shot at. We knew that that was going to happen. Oh my gosh. I felt so sorry yeah. for them. I yeah. know. 
They were all. And then this kind of freaked me out. The appearance of them coming out of the hyperspace and how their tails. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. It freaked me out. I mean, seeing Purgles arrive out of hyperspace, just like seeing living creatures arriving out of hyperspace was definitely jarring. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how powerful these creatures must be to survive that, you know? Yeah, and of course, they're jamming them. Because that's a standard. <laughs> standard script thing. It's like, okay, it's too easy if they yeah. can just call for help, you know? Yeah. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. But this is the new, calm, cool Ahsoka the White. Yes. <laughs> she just kind of takes everything. here. Off. And I was just like, I'm oh really my God. glad they didn't just like blow through the veiling on the star whales. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, the he was nice enough to like open its mouth before they left. Right. Maybe he felt like maybe it was like pop rocks on the tongue or something when they were uh starting the ship up. He's like, Oh, oh, they want out. Okay, he'll open my mouth. Or she told him where they wanted to go because he took him there, and so he knew that this is their stop. Yeah. But uh with all the bones and everything that they had, I really thought like they were, were going to die. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, Oh my God. Yeah. They I'm were so coming sad. back. They were coming back to die. I don't know, but I well, love this. The, thing, the whales are like, we're out of here. We're at this. <laughs> Job, <guys. Out>. yeah. <laughs> so this though, this part where they all vanish, I'm like, Oh, well, there's the ride home. The Star Wheels are definitely not sticking around for, you know, the two days or whatever. They need to uh, do their shit on uh, Peridia, so. I don't know. I think she could hide away on the Star Destroyer. Whee! Mm -hmm. But yeah, they made it. I mean, yeah, it showed Ahsoka. I like I liked the, like, you know, she took over for the droid. It's like, you know, the Force Wheeler yeah. is the one who's going to be getting us through here, you know? Yeah, obviously like, he's students, but you're flying with a Jedi here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's an extremely capable pilot and 500 years of experience and a and a droid and everything. But in this kind of situation, avoiding laser fire and going through, you know, obstacles and stuff like that, moving you obstacles, be, you can't be the Jedi at that point. Yeah, that, that helmet and mask is a little crazy. I wish I could see some of these costumes a little better. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Always thinking of it as a, as a uh, as all the time. Yep. So different... like that, like the circles and the dots. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, um, what my uh, my closet door is inspired by, and it's actually got the um the hands from the rebels and such. So that I'm actually going to make them. I have to bore the holes in my door now, but so they'll actually you can actually rotate the that's hands cool. to the different. Directions, if you will. Now I'm trying to, uh, name just left my brain of the show. I was going to mention, um, dude, Netflix uh, politics show with uh, Kevin Spacey. House of Cards. House of Cards. House of, House of Cards. Yeah, I don't know if you guys ever watched that, but this was oh, yeah. the first, this episode was the first time that Lars Mikkelsen as Thrawn. I started seeing his character that he played on House of Cards because he basically basically played putin <laughs> you know he was the, he was their fictional version of putin in in house of cards yep, and it was yep. a very similar character in terms of that 
they got nothing phased him. He's the guy who who has every angle figured out. You know, he's 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 you know kind of verbally sparring with the American president and has the edge over him. He knows everything. He's so much smarter than than you know anyone else in the room. It's a very similar character to what he, how he's playing Thrawn here, and it just yeah. really so much reminded me of his character on that show. It's something Lars Mikkelsen does really, really well. Just Absolutely. Like, I'm cool, calm, and collected, and I'm 17 steps ahead of you. <laughs> and that's Thrawn. I mean, that's the thing. It, it is. It it's is. Yeah. that he nails, and that is Thrawn. I was so glad to hear that he was coming back yeah. you know, as the voice to play him in person. And I've only seen, like I think, one or two of the episodes that he played him in Rebels. So I hadn't, I hadn't oh, sure. That familiar and like you know for me thrawn yeah. i'm still going back to the zon novels for my my most of my knowledge on thrawn so his his voice was always so low in the cartoon that i'd have to have the volume up so loud and then <laughs> yes. the shooting would happen so, and i'm like ah turn back down yep so so very calm and collected that's kind of his entire entire thing so and, and here's a very standard uh, Star Wars y kind of moment is let's let's hide in space, you know, let's after let's flying through the debris to lose yeah. the bad guy. And I mean so 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 Star Wars -y. I love it. But then even Thrawn noted it. Thrawn, like you know, Jedi are very good at hiding. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. that's he that's a bird everyone's saying on the internet. Mm -hmm. Thrawn, bird the Jedi. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice swipe. <laughs> yes, we are doing the Star Wars kind of, you know, you know, Star Wars really brought those back, those kind of wipes. I mean, you you learn them in film school, but it's like it's really very much old school. And and you know, until Lucas did it again in Star Wars, like they were very much out of favor for a long time. I love these little roly poly carts. Yeah, I was I was actually surprised because I like when we first saw those structures. We uh -huh. didn't know that they were movable. We just assumed that they right. were kind of like huts. And, yeah. and the fact that the that the Nodi right uh, actually you know have technology, you know, like we uh -huh. didn't know that they had technology. You know, because I was calling them basically, you know, tur turtle uh, tur turtle um... Zeb's trading reserve. No. He's just like, what's going on? <laughs> oh yeah, yep. yeah, catching her up on everything. But the but the fact that the Nodi, these you know, they're not Ewoks. I mean, that's the whole thing with the Ewoks was that they were supposed to be like you know Very a non-technological culture, you know, but they were cute. So here we get like cute, but they also have technology. Yes, you know, so I like them having these that that these are their homes, but their homes are movable structures. I mean, it's very turtle. Yeah, and it still feels very. Um... Uh, dark crystal to me as well. Just yeah. the whole aesthetic of the yeah. nudie. So totally. Yeah, catching up. Ten years. Oh yeah. <laughs> Soka took me on as an apprentice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? The I mean, Emperor died. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a Padawan. Again, not not the foremost. Rebel Watcher. I've, I've watched, you know, a, a dozen or so episodes kind of here and there, probably a little bit more than that, um, but definitely not the Rebels expert. I mean, did he always have blue eyes? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And that scar on his face after like the second uh, season. The scar on his face was from the Inquisitors. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, yeah it's really, really hard to see. 
but <laughs> oh god, focus. <laughs> no, no focus. Okay. Yeah. Apparently no, but they're just glowing words. He's got uh, the, we, the bright blue eyes there. Too. Okay. Yeah, I kind of remember that from the mural from from the beginning of yeah. the, from the initial live action episodes, and that's like like I said, I've watched a lot of Rebels, but not the whole thing. And sure. it, it's like I always have to be like that hat. Here's Claudia coming again. She's the middle one. Oh, right. Uh, of the sisters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still don't get, I would still love an explanation as to why the sisters are, are allied with him. Like, what is he giving them? What is he offering them? What are they loading onto the ship? Well, I, that too. That's obviously. I think the they are, um, I think they're uh, coffins. I think this whole citadel is actually a crypt. So you think they're the Night Sisters? I think they are the bodies of Night Sisters because um, I don't know if you guys have seen the episode of Rebels where they actually go and are visiting. Oh God, I don't remember what planet it is. I don't think it's Dathomir, but um, the um, Sabine actually gets possessed by one of the Night Sisters, but they're all very ethereal and that type of stuff. And so my theory is that they are going to be building basically an undead army of Night Sisters, but not necessarily yeah. an army, an undead society of Night Sisters. Well, so, there's been suggestions, rumors online that the that the troopers are are you know the are Night undead. Troopers Absolutely. Are undead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. would they be like Merrick or Mark or whatever that dude was? They very well might be. Right. Um, well the the way well, that they can't be. I mean they didn't turn into that freaking dust. Well, not yet. <laughs> not yet. So, well, when they died, yeah. This is oh. watch. That's true. Yeah. We do have a whole start. We do have a whole night trooper battle here in this episode. So, yes. So there is that that they're not exactly the same thing as Merrick necessarily. No, they are not. Probably they're. And but not still, all of but, them. But the, the the rumor or the speculation is that what they're loading is basically you know thousands and thousands of dead trooper troops who could be brought back to life. You know, as as a new undead army. Yeah. Well, I I think it's actually because this is, you know, a home of the Night Sisters. And since they they may have, you know, been at some point unable to travel via Purgle. And right. so they had their own society here and, you know, they just kind of kept the bodies preserved. But we will see. And so essentially what he's offering them is a ride. You know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that, 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 that's, you know, what he can offer them. Because it's just the way that they just really seem to be you know, offering fealty to him. I mean, just kind of saying, you know, yes, Grand Admiral. My Lord, and yeah. Yeah, whatever you want, Grand Admiral. I'm like, why, you know, what, you know, because we know his, his history is he does not respect magic. He does not respect force wielders. You know, he has a kind of low opinion of it, but here, you know, obviously it's, it's making strange bedfellows here, you know, between him and them. It's like, they both need each other, both sides. Mm -hmm. He needs their magic. They, they need his ship. They found us. Yeah, and actually, I guess what they needed was was you know what uh you know what what got created there in space was was the way to get back. So. Mhm. Mm Big space battle. Yeah, flying through all these clouds and stuff, and I'm like. Ahsoka is looking out the windows, but she should really just be flying with the force like right. Lucas. Because you can't see. Well, okay. I figure she probably is doing both. I mean, she's. Yeah. Yeah. 
Morgan is just looking at him like, are you an idiot? (laughs) What? Are you sure? She she does not share his um, foresight. Right. Mm-hmm. The way we trust the Filoni, she doesn't. She needs to trust the Thrawn. Yeah. She yeah. does not trust the Thrawn at all. <laughs> Which is interesting because she just traveled, you know, between galaxies to get yeah. him. Like, you'd think she'd be a full believer, but even then, she questions him. Yeah. yeah. So this part here. Um, is Lord of the Rings again. Yeah, definitely. You know, they're on the wargs. They're looking down at the uh, the yeah. riders. Yeah, but it's Western, too. They're circling yeah. the wagons, and they're protecting themselves. I mean, that's a... And take your place in the coming empire. I, You know, yeah. Balin's motivations is still the biggest they're, question. They're so strange. I haven't figured them out yet. Your ambition yeah. drives you in one direction. And the fact that he he is not getting the battle here. He purposely sends her into the battle to take care of them. He hangs back, which is something that Thrawn notes. You know, that Thrawn yeah. we basically lost Balin. That he's not really he's not one of the resources that we're counting on here. You know, people's motivations are are really the biggest questions here. And we and I don't know. Well, actually, we'll discuss it at the end in terms of you know <laughs> whose dreams and whose madness are we talking about here? Right. You know, I do think we're talking about his dreams, you know, but we don't know what his dreams is or what. (laughs) Yes. The answer is yes. (laughs) The flying nun nun helmet cracks me up. (laughs) Well, definitely they're, 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 you know, older Japanese inspired outfits. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, But there's only one. So it has to be the leader. Sure. But, but definitely those, 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 that armor there is feudal Japan, you know, as there's a lot of it here. De- definitely a lot of this series Ahsoka, a lot of the aesthetic is futile. The way that Enoch here is represented there with the wispies and stuff very much reminds me of Night Sister Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and of Merrick, the the uh-huh. um, that character who we never knew what that was, you know. Uh-huh. So what do you think the likelihood is that Enoch's uh, a Merrick? Yeah, I mean, it, they, they, there's definitely similarities going on. So, yeah. Oh, I but, saw a meme where um, underneath the helmet it was Babu Frick. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I mean, I'm going to bet right now on Enoch being the same thing with Merrick that we, you know people spent weeks speculating on it being this important, relevant character and everything, and then just took got taken out like, very, uh-huh. very quickly. I think Enoch's going to be the same thing. I think I think we want to ascribe significance to things that are not significant. Well, I like the actor. He's from Expanse. Mm. Yeah, so the Nodi, they they don't have weapons. It's like peaceful fun. And she mentions defenseless. I'm like, but these little pod things are so much defense. Yeah, totally. Like, they are the only way it gets taken down is by like a stab underneath it seems With well, basically I, lo- I love that it that essentially they took their biology and turned it into their technology absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah their ships and their their ships are their structures their homes and, and their ships are the same thing and it's all mm-hmm. based on them being shelled creatures so they took mm-hmm. you know that natural yeah, like he's having yeah. he's having a heck of a time trying to you know stop this <laughs> throwing rocks Yep. Take throwing that, everything, literally that grabbing chopper, anything they can throw. Chopper, that one episode where he's just chucking out things. Right? right. 
Yeah, but I just love that idea that they they took their natural biology and extended it to their technology. That's awesome. Biomimicry, indeed. So, like, yeah, that was like the only pod that got taken down, and it took them, you know, a lot, half yeah. dozen attempts to stop the pod. Yeah, they're not perfect. defenseless; they're just offenseless, right? Mm-hmm. Or offense light. And without question, I mean, you know, immediately Ezra's like, "We're not leaving them," you know. <laughs> that's, so that's not what we can, We're we making a stand here. Uh, talking in the parking lot, we can call whoopa whoopa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the kind of everything running. close up. Yeah, just you know, just immediately close up everything. Then no one's ever going to get in. I mean, this is how we survive. Yep. Look, I found them. Mm-hmm. They're very good camouflage from above. <laughs> and Balin's just sitting there watching. Oh yeah, he sees her coming, and he's like, "Oh, okay." Who's that? Who that? Who that? <laughs> but lacks your sense of humor. Yeah, she's like you. Lightsaber? Yeah. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> so we're seeing their faces, right? Some of them. These who's other guys, the who? Yeah, the kind of mercenary type. The one with the red helmets. They had like animal like faces. Mm. Yeah, he's obviously spent a lot of time with them. He knows their mm-hmm. language. He knows their ways. I do love this conversation coming up about her trying to give him, you know, his his own lightsaber back. Yeah. Standard general <laughs> protocol states, yeah, never tell me the protocol. Right. <laughs> Not this again. Just remember what happened last time. So that was your your fault. <laughs> Don't screw it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna cross uh, franchises and and refer to Kirk and Savick saying you know, don't quote regulations to me. <laughs> so this is a crazy move. Yeah, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a very Ahsoka move though. <laughs> it is. It is. Whoosh! Bounce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bounce the bounce away. there. Ahsoka the white. Ahsoka the very light gray. <laughs> Traveled across the from one galaxy to another for a rematch. Just mm-hmm. to finish this fight here. Although, I mean, she's right straight up and like, you know, I, I don't have time for this, you know. <laughs> this yeah. is not the primary mission right now. Yeah, we still don't know what his motivation is. He's not going to let her interfere, but he wouldn't join the battle either. I mean, his 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 motivation seemed to be let Shin, you know. Let Shin rise? Yeah. Let so, Shin... He, so he's like training his direct replacement so he yeah. can step away and do whatever Baylin is doing. Yeah, whatever it is his ultimate objective is, which we, we still don't know. But yeah, I mean, you would think that these folks have, have like encountered, you know, I mean. Do the thing. Take hey, your lightsaber. It's yours. You've been training. Very funny. <laughs> well, now it's officially. Uh, the force is my ally. Yeah. All I need. 
I'm like, he's had nine, whatever, however many years to meditate and train yeah. with the Force. Become one with the Force. The Force is with him. Well, and he had more direct Jedi training than she did. He did. Absolutely. And he's a Force wielder, which she is not. Yeah, it really seems like it would still make more sense to me. She's got the two blasters. She's got all the rest of her, her, you know, Mandalorian stuff. It's like, it really would make sense to give him back the lightsaber. At that it really would. Um, though I've noticed throughout this series, um, Sabine is a lot less explosion friend or explosion happy, explodey happy. Then she was in Rebels. Oh, yeah. Well, like, had... Whenever she got the chance, you know, she was like, can we blow it up? Right. But she has that was like her, well, first, so... her first tactic was blow it up. Yeah, but this is a mature, a more it mature scene as it well. Is. Oh, this is great. Got his hair. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the thing I don't think we've ever seen before. Is like, no, he needs a haircut. Hair. So. I don't know. I kind of like the curly mop. Because generally, anytime a Jedi's, you know, or a Force wielder is coming up on a Jedi, the Jedi's going to block it with a lightsaber. He doesn't have that. You know? Yeah. And she's just swinging it like a baseball bat. She's aggressive. Yes. <laughs> she she has force, but less finesse. B, 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 aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little surprised at that point. I'm like, really, Ezra? Really? Yeah. You went you went that route? Yeah. This is a really good lightsaber fight. Yes. Mm -hmm. Multiple good lightsaber fights here again. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely getting the action. We've got we've had space battles, we've had space chases. We've space got multiple whales. lightsaber battles. Space whales. Space whales. <laughs> Can't get enough of space whales. Destruction! Yeah, attack from the air to the ground. <laughs> Smoke bomb. Poof. That's Yeah. Yeah, for lack of better and terms of what Bailey is. You know, she just took his mount. You know, that's fine. Yeah. Well, and that was obviously the objective was for him to shoot at him from the sky, distract him uh -huh. so she can get away. Because this is not her mission. No. Her mission is to get Sabine and Ezra. And let's. And now what is he here. thinking? <laughs> oh, crap. Or he's almost know, like darn, like or, resigned. Like I have to laugh to stop. I have to walk now. But he literally run. walks away from the battle at that point, and and like I said, Thrawn notes it later. I mean, like we still don't know what his objectives are. Uh -uh. You know, from Thrawn's perspective, it's like Balin just left. You know, he just skipped. Balin out. bailed. Yeah, he bailed. Balin bailed indeed. Balin night troopers. Which that's the thing. I mean, they're troopers, but they're in bands of red, which is very Night Sister, you know, which is of Dathomir. So, you know, what what are they? Then they're called Night Troopers. Yeah. Um, when we first saw the Night Troopers, Tim and were like, I wouldn't expect a Thrawn to form a cult. It's not really kind of his personality as this whole true mighty, mighty cult thing, but. You know, he is working with the Night Sisters. I was gonna now. say it, it is very much what they would do. So yeah. That's what that's why that whole speculation that the night troopers are some combination of you know Empire and and you know Dathomir. Yeah, and so how many of those night troopers are alive but native Peridians too? Right. Yep. 
which the yeah, only Native Guardians we've seen so far are the Nodi and, okay. and those mm-hmm. other mercenaries who, who also speak Nodi. So <laughs> we could talk. <laughs> very, very Jedi. I mean, that's the thing. He's, mm-hmm. he's very, very Jedi at that point. We can negotiate. We, can talk. Prisoners. We, we don't have to fight. You know, <laughs> you take us as prisoners. And reunion. Yep. She's just, again, like, they don't even have lightsabers and beating her butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just having that many, I mean, that's uh, having fought, we've got five, well, okay, we count Sabine as a in Jedi in training, but not quite a force wielder. You know, we've got five of them in the field of battle here at this at this point, if you count Balin, so. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. Do we I mean, count Balin? I mean, this, <laughs> this seems like this is probably the most... Jedi slash force wielders. I'm going to keep using that term for lack of better terminology for, for the orange lightsaber people. Um, yeah, explosions! Yeah. But it's probably the most we've had since since Order 66, you know? Mm-hmm. In live action, like definitely. Jedi I mean, you know, when have we seen five people with lightsabers or Jedi training in, in a live action battle scene since Order 66? Right. Well, the arena. The arena battle arena battle that's pre order 66 yeah (laughs) that's episode two that's pre clone wars (laughs) she is so confused yeah (laughs) yeah all i see is that you brought together all the people who want to stop us (laughs) and it's it's like you know but i have a plan see look at all those beautiful coffins they're coffins are they not coffins yeah. Well, they're storage pods. They're Star Warsy things. But I mean, there is that. But yeah, his thing is it, he's not caring that all of our enemies have just gathered. Our objective isn't. We don't care about that. That's we don't care. All, all they're, they're, them. Yep, they're plenty distracted. Let them keep distracting themselves. We'll be yeah. out of here in an hour. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. His his Our, objective is to achieve his objective. He's not. Yep. He's not operating from vengeance. He's not operating from. You know those kind of lesser motivations. You know he's only he's only trying to achieve his, his objectives. He's he's playing chess and they're playing checkers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fall back. Mm-hmm. Sabine's like, screw it, I'm gonna kill as many as I can. <laughs> this is cool. I mean, just having them all together gathering in a scene like that. I mean, that's just cool. Mm-hmm. I like the part where she goes, "You're alive." Mm-hmm. He goes, she she was dead. She is so nervous. Yeah. She's gonna cry. I thought she's gonna cry. did not prepare me for this. The full full Jedi, you know, pretty much a a Jedi master, a Jedi knight, and and a Jedi trainee. You know, she's gonna cry, look. Any one of them she was prepared to face off against, but not all three of them. Right. And I think she was not expecting uh Thrawn's betrayal, for lack of a better word. Yeah, yeah. For her to be Basically, you have everyone else run off. You know, she doesn't have any backup there. Balin's not showing up. You know, the yeah, we had no smoke monster magic dust on any of those guys. So, true. That is true. Uh-uh. I thought you were dead. And that's smiling Ahsoka. Like, uh, smiling Ahsoka is not something we got in, in, in you know, chapters one through four. <laughs> Ezra is like, you thought she was dead? Well, Ezra and Ahsoka are connected on the Force, whereas Sabine, you know, we've had some fake Force moments, but nothing yet. <laughs> well, she, she heard Ahsoka calling her. She did. Mm-hmm. She did. 
But this reunion here of the three of them and smiling, you know, is very different than what we got in the first four episodes. Or they're totally screwed. <laughs> yeah, these are my friends. It's time for me to say goodbye. I'm going to keep commenting on smiling Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah, I almost expected for them to all circle around and start dancing or something. I'm like, oh no. A new version of Yum Dub. It was that Star Wars-y this episode. So. Right. I'm getting a feeling. I think I actually might make it home. Well, I mean, at this point, you know, that, that big thing in the sky, whatever that thing's called, you know, that portal or whatever, they're not getting to use that probably. So the portal are gone. <laughs> yeah. We don't actually know what they're, what, you know, we, obviously. Well, Ezra has a really big connection to them. He does. So he could call them back or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he had to go find them in Rebels in order to get them to come to Lethal. So I don't know if, and they already jumped to hyperspace. They didn't, you know, just like go around the other side of the planet or something. Yeah, they're they they took off. I mean, you know, so either Ahsoka needs to be able to call them back, or he needs to be able to call them back, or they need to make it into that ring. Mm -hmm. yeah, so we just. Go on to the garbage dump there on that Star Destroyer right. and just chill right in. I don't know. I mean, guys, we've got one episode left. <laughs> I know. Like, there is so much that they literally can't wrap up in this next episode. Uh, yeah. We, we, we don't know how, I guess, do we know how long the next episode is? I know there are sites that track that. I don't know if we know no, how I long don't the episode is. That. But uh, yeah, I mean, we've got one episode left. You know, it, it, are we going to defeat Thrawn? Or are we going to get that moment, you know, where, you know, that everyone's been expecting where this whole thing has just been setting up, you know, the arrival of Thrawn in the main galaxy sets up the next big thing, you know, that all of this has been built up to Thrawn getting back to the other galaxy and setting up the next big thing, you know? Yeah, I, I think Thrawn is going to make it back to his home galaxy, personally. I think I think he has to. I think that that has to be there's, the big thing. I don't see Thrawn getting defeated in the next episode. No, no, there's been no setup, no indication, you know. And frankly, he's too cool of a villain. Yeah, and to they not leave us on a freaking cliffhanger. I mean, teasing him in the last season of Mandalorian and really kind of setting that up. I mean, teasing it not even last season of Mandalorian. I mean, her first appearance, I mean, Ahsoka's first appearance in Mandalorian is her asking, you know, oh, absolutely. where Thrawn, you know? And the entire final season of Rebels was all about their things with Thrawn. Yeah. And, you know, Rebels is frankly like my favorite Star Wars show. And there's just so... You learn so much about how Thrawn works and to have him not actually be that big of a threat because, right. you know, he I still think it's what has to be, I think he's going to come back. I still think it's what has to be Filoni's movie. I mean, yeah. whether it's called Heir to the Empire or not. I mean, it seems to me that, you know, and we've still got another series. We've still got that other series that's supposed to be um, Jude Law and the kids, you know, traveling that it, that is... 
I'm trying to think of the name of it right now, uh, but it's it's been shot. I mean, this uh, this this show's already been made, so so yeah. we don't know when it's scheduled. I think at the moment because that that schedule's been shifted around. But I mean, uh, oh, Skeleton Crew. Uh, yes. Yeah. So it's skeleton. So we still got Skeleton Crew coming, which is another Filoni series in this kind of universe, in this kind of like five years post, you know, Return of the Jedi, you know, kind of setting up. That that ties into Filoni's movie as well. So we've still got a whole nother show coming that is still building up more of what leads into Filoni's movie, you know. And I really think that has to be Thrawn. I mean, that, that that's the big bad for all of that. You know, I would think that you know probably Thrawn factors into that series in some way because uh -huh. it's supposed to it's supposed to also include story threads that all tie into the big resolution being. Yeah, Filoni's it's movie. still you know it's. Um... Says it's a, the same timeline, so exactly, yeah, same time period. I mean, we spent too much building Thrawn up, including yeah. like you know that whole season of Rebels, like you said, you know, kind of establishing Thrawn. And really, what it all establishes is the idea that had Thrawn been there with the Emperor through four, five, and six, does six end very, very different? You know, right, right. You know, yeah, because he missed he missed all of that. Right, so. and, and the idea is that all of that went the way it went down because of what because of Ezra's sacrifice at the mm -hmm. end of Rebels. You know that, mm -hmm. that 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 gets thrown off the table and is what really allows the Rebels to succeed against the Emperor. You know, with Luke and you know with with Yoda and Luke and and Ben and all those factors there in terms of the Jedi regaining their, you know, the balance against, against the Sith at that point and, and really you know, defeating him. But had the emperor had Thrawn as a resource, you know, in episode six, does Return of the Jedi go the way Return of the Jedi went? And really the idea has been, no, it does not. You know, it really only, you know, you know, it goes very, very differently had Thrawn been a factor, you know? Yeah. Or if Dar Darth Vader would have shot down that pod with C-3PO and R2 in it, into the movie. Yeah, I mean, we could get into the infinite <laughs> kind of speculation at that point, but I'm just saying, just from an overall battle, do they still win? Possibly. But does it go very, very differently if Thrawn is a factor at that point? And so, so they've really built up, you know, the idea that Thrawn coming back is a big deal. You know, to me, that has to be the Filoni movie. That's not something that's going to get re resolved in 40 no. to 60 minutes next Tuesday night, you know? No. So the next 45 minutes, are they going to actually get back to that galaxy? I think Thrawn will. Yeah, I don't I still, think I still think that are. big finale moment has to be Thrawn appearing and like, okay, what, you know, now the threat that this represents to the galaxy. Yeah, and I think the Rebels are, might still be stuck on uh, Paradia. So you think they might not even get back? I don't think they're going to make it back. I don't think they're going to make it off the planet next episode. Big, big, big old cliffhanger to torture all of us. We take arms against the Filoni at that point. <laughs> yeah. Is there a season two? Do we of know? Ahsoka? Uh, no one's, it, it's never been discussed. Yeah, there's never yeah. been any kind of public stuff about no. that. If there is, you know, and with you know the writer's strike, you know now maybe actually ending. Well, yeah, the writer's um, strike is done. Yeah, the writer's strike ended. Oh, it, did they actually time. vote on it now? But um, well, the leadership voted on it, which ended the strike. The right. membership still has to ratify the contract. Ratifying, but I think yeah. I think everyone's considering that's you know because they have until October 9th for that. So I don't think that's a thing. You know, sure. so, so the writer's strike. They the, the writer's, writer's strike, have to work. It's today, effectively so. over. So yeah. we. 
we'll start getting back into well and they're expected i mean i always try to keep these episodes evergreen as much as possible but yeah from from everyone else's perspective yes the the writer strike is now done the actors are rumored to be going back as early as next week to discussions with with the producers you know with the with the writers guild and the directors guild contracts now in hand you know so we'll have to see how that's going. So yeah, we're going to start hearing about things again. But I mean, there is no announcement in terms of a next season of The Mandalorian. There is no announcement. You know, really, the only thing we know for sure is Filoni's movie. Right. Yeah. And we don't know what it's about. Nope. No. What it's about, when it's about. Right. Why it's about. <laughs> why is Gamora? Right. Well, he's, Thank he's you. my new uncle. <laughs> Dave's my new uncle, so whatever. <laughs> yes yeah. trust, trust in uncle dave yes yes <laughs> once he was a learner but now he is the master he was a padawan now he's the master yes, he didn't study it at, at uh, george's feet so i don't know i all i know is this episode kicked butt i really enjoyed it absolutely <laughs> absolutely but, but it left us with this big thing of like you know what gets resolved i mean it does what a penultimate does. episode should do it, it leaves us with you know what's happening next week well, bringing us back. Yep. We will, we will be back next week. We will discuss the next episode. Um, thank you, Aaron. Thank sure. you for joining us. Uh, thank you, Kim. We should have Jefferson back with tales of the galactic star cruiser. Oh yeah. And actually Jackie will be back. Uh, they're back from their European vacation. They, they, uh, I, I sit, I tried to see if I could get Jackie back, but I guess, you know, they're still kind of decompressing from, from what, 10 days in Europe. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, thank you um, for the rest of you. Uh, there is someone watching. I don't know who's watching. Uh, someone is watching on. Uh, it's probably Facebook. Kevin. So yeah, probably Kevin. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, thanks for joining us live. Uh, this will be out on YouTube shortly. And uh, thank you for everyone else. Uh, you can join us on Binging the Force. If you want to listen to it as an audio, any of your podcast clients, just look for Binging the Force. If you would love to wa wear T-shirts and merchandise of uh, Binging the Force, then uh, join. you can look for that on bingingtheforce.myspreadshot.com. But most importantly, like and subscribe us on YouTube at Binging the Force. And we will see you all next week on Binging the Force for the what I can only assume is an epic finale of Ahsoka. Part eight. <laughs> Yay. <laughs>